Welcome to Road to Redemption, a show sharing powerful life testimonies, giving hope to those on their own road to redemption. Welcome to Road to Redemption. I'm John Martin, your host, and we're so excited to be back with y'all here in 2024. Right, Drew? That's right, John. So glad to be back. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Colby. Happy New Year. Glad to be here. Good to have Colby here. We're just excited for 2024. It's going to be a great year. Amen. Look forward to it. It's it's great to be, uh, you know, we take a time off and, and we're all kind of with our families, but it's great to be back around men of God and, and, and kind of doing, getting into the groove of what God's called us to do in, in 2024. Amen. Well, in, in the studio today, we've got Colby Anderson. Uh, Colby, many of y'all obviously know Colby. He's often in Road to Redemption with us here. And just, we, we came together today because Colby uh, led a group of, uh, of men here at the church. And it was just an awesome uh, talk that he did. And I said, man, let's get in and talk a little bit about 2024 and how to put God first in 2024. So Colby, talk, talk to us a little bit about that. And a- Absolutely. Um, as, as I was putting the message together uh, for for the men the other day, the the word that I kept getting or the two words was was stand firm, you know stand firm in twenty twenty four. We we look around and we see, um, you know, wars, rumors of wars, you know, all, all these things going on in just everything, violence, hate. You know, you you just you you're overwhelmed with it, and especially if you if you read the media um, or read you know look, watch media, and you know. So, I, what does that look like for for the individual? You know, and so I kept getting stand firm. I, I need to stand firm in the Lord and to stand firm in the things that He's called me to do. I can't worry about any of this other stuff. It's not for me to worry. We've got an election coming up in 2024. I, I, you know, I'm not going to worry about that. What I'm worried about is what I can do day in and day out to stand firm, and that's putting God first in in, in everything I do. So there's a few different things that I, I you know, spoke about um, mm-hmm. the other day, and we can get into that. Yeah. Well, I know one of the first things you were talking about um, was showing up. You know, a lot of it's just showing up. And that that really, you know, really rang true to me yesterday. Because um, a lot of times you don't want to go to a small group. Like, you know, you just don't feel up for it or whatever. But if you just show up and just be present, man, God really, he really works. You may not always feel like going, but just showing up means so much. That's the truth. You know, it's, it's, it's that way with church. It's that way with small group, but it's also that way with our, with our time with God, you know, uh, every day, you know, a lot of times we get tired. We're weary. I've got two small kids. You've got small, four small children. And so, um, you're probably a lot more tired than I am, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm tired at times and, and, there's been times and seasons in my life where I got away from spending time with God every day. And I would still, you know, pray a short prayer and maybe read a, a devotional or something like that. But I'm talking about really spending some time with God. And Pastor Steve said something. He was he was teaching the men's group, um, the gathering that we had here in December. And he said, find your place and find your time and put that Put that up front above everything else. So that's one thing I, I did. I think it was 
early December when he did that. So even before the new year, when, when he said that, it hit me because I can just get going in different directions. So I need to be, I need to show up with God. And that doesn't always feel, you know, we don't always feel like it. It doesn't feel like we have a major breakthrough every time we sit down with God. But in reality, the consistency of sitting down and spending time with God, spending time in his word, that's what changes everything. So a year goes by and you do that for a solid year, you're a different person than you are, um, than you are if you did it, you know, a couple of times a week. I mean, you really are because you're learning so much. I was reading through uh, Romans this morning. Romans 12 was the, the the verse that we had, verse of the day on the app. I know you look at it too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says, by the renewing of your minds, you will know what is my will, what is God's will, which is what we want in our lives. So it's us renewing our minds every day and staying consistent in that, showing up to that, along with these other things that are yeah. that are going to change and 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 have a, a, a great year because of of these these things. Well, I think I think you're you're right with what Pastor Steve said is 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 spending time with God daily, prioritizing God in your life. There's so many other things coming at us in our day. And we just want to advise, advise y'all to, to spend time with him and, and, and set a time. It's best if you can in the morning before your day gets going to spend time in prayer and reading the Bible in the morning, even if it's just 15 minutes. If you've got more time, great. But do that every day. And as well, if you can, with your, your spouse, if you're married, sometime in the day, maybe it's at, at night before bed, you know, read the word with her, pray with her or him. You know, um, it's it's just so important to do that daily. Absolutely, John. That this, it's just like anything else in our life. Consistency is the key to everything that we do. That's spending time with God. That's um, our 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 work. You know, if we showed up to work once a week, <clears throat> how productive are we going to be? If um, if we only showed up to work once a week, but if we go five days a week, we're actually knocking some things out. And by the end of the year, when you look back and see, Hey, you know, this is my year to date. Look at what I made. It's going to look a lot different if you worked five days a week versus one day a week. Con- consistency is the key in everything that we do. And especially with God and, and it compounds. So, um, my, my girl, she, my, seven-year-old girl, she does gymnastics. And one day they were going to, um, not going to be able to make it. My wife said, Hey, well, she's kind of tired and she's got some other things going on. And I said, no, I, I want her at practice. And I, I'm not, my, I'm not, uh, don't have dreams for my little girl to be some incredible gymnast. But my point was if she misses, it's going to set her back f- a lot further than you would think it would. Let's make sure she's consistent in that and that she shows up to every single practice because the consistency compounds and she becomes, you know, much better than what she would have been through the consistency of it. Consistency. That's, that's so important in life. Uh, and Colby, the, the other thing that um, we're talking about is, 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 is a church, you know, having a church family. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about this on Road to Redemption a lot, being one of the three key things. But in today's day and age, it is getting a little bit easier for people not to go to church, really. You know, there's so many things online. You can watch church online. You can watch all types of, you know, devotionals and things online, YouTube, et cetera. So it, it does become a little bit easy for people to say, you know, we'll just watch it on the couch 
or not go or, you know, we just want to encourage y'all this year, 2024, find a church, find a local church, Bible-believing, Christ-centered church, and give it one year. Give it 2024, go to church consistently, join a church, get committed to a church. Um, Destiny Worship Center here, you know, throughout Northwest, Northwest Florida is a great church. There's also many other good churches in this area or wherever you might be, but just reach out and go and, and go to church in 2024. I love that. You know, it's just like any other goal that we have. Uh, if we make it a, a goal and make it a priority, uh, especially when it's the things of God, but, but it's really, it goes across the board. If I make it a goal and a priority to be in the gym three days a week, I'm going to grow and, I, and I'm going to look completely different, be more healthy at the end of 2024 if I stay consistent in that. And it's the same thing with church. You know, spiritually, I want to be everything that God has for me. You know, I, I want to be everything that, 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 that he wants me to be. And I can't do that without consistency in the things of God. And you're absolutely right, John. Church is, uh, is a huge part of that. Uh, family and being able to walk through life with, with other believers is uh, it's paramount in our walk with God. And, right. and, and we read through it through the book of Acts and you know how uh, passionate I am about small groups. But if you look at the uh, the read through the book of Acts and and the church and how the church flourished the way that that um, we saw there and we we long for it to flourish in these hard times is Christians and believers did life together yes. and then and and then so new believers would come in and they're all hanging out and they're all you know having small group they said they met from house to house and then they would be in the the temple on on Saturday was their Sabbath. And that's what grew the church because all the new believers that would come in are being raised up because they're around other Christians every day. The hard thing is, is to go to church once or twice and then go back out there into the world. I mean, that's, that's not easy. The world is trying to drag us down, bring us um, to, the, to where it is, which is lost and, and anxiety, wor worry, and all these things going on. And it's when you step into this relationship and we start to walk with God really the way he's called us to, not watching church on the couch and praise God for church on the couch. It's better than nothing. Absolutely. But, but it's not the same as when you walk in those doors and you're greeted and you're, you're loved on and people are shaking your hand, you're, you're making uh, new friends, and, and then taking that to the next level of small group, it just, it's incredible. Well, yeah, you're right. The, the small group is so important. Because when you go into church on Sunday, everybody goes in and says, how you doing? Great, great. Everybody's great, <clears throat> you know, in a large gathering. Because you don't, you know, it's not this, you can't really get into your life and, and that's in that type of setting. But in a small group, you can really, it, it allows the opportunity to make yourself vulnerable, to share challenges or sins or things like that yeah. you're dealing with and the other leaders and other folks in that group can come in pray for you provide godly wisdom um really help you overcome a lot of things in your life and grow and get to that point and and, and your exam give us your story colby on Man. small groups 
It's pretty. You prime. are absolutely right. Um, so, so just a sh- short bit of my testimony is I was I was in church for for eight years. I was in um, here in Destiny Worship Center, and and it was great. Pastor Steve was awesome. He was preaching, and you know you hear this great word. But then I would go out into the world. I would come, you know, every Sunday, every other Sunday, and then go out into the world and still living like the world because there were so many dark things going on in my life. My marriage was falling apart. I had some addictions and things that I was still dealing with from, you know, when I was a kid and and things that went on in my life. So when I came into the small group, I would see, you know, I didn't even know you then, but I would see other people that I know at church and, you know, me and Rachel are, are, are having, you know, a lot of issues. I'm having issues in other areas and I'd see them and she'd be standing right there. Hey, Colby, how you doing? Great. Great. Everything's good. We're, yeah. we're all good here. It, it, you know, and, it, and it's actually the exact opposite of the way that I was really, what I was really going through. So, you know, in order to get darkness out of your life, you have to bring light into that darkness. And and bringing light into it is is the first thing you have to do is open the door and let somebody know that you're dealing with darkness. You're, my marriage is falling apart around me. Yeah. I'm, my addictions that I've dealt with for 20 years are still here. And um, you can do as little or as much of that as you want to as you walk into a small group. We... we um, you know, I'm, I'm still far from perfect. So I get into small groups and I'm able to say, Hey, look, this is what I'm going through. John, would you pray for me? Like I'm still dealing with this. So the, the small group is, um, has to be a part of our walk with Christ. I just don't, that's, that's the only way it can be because that's when the true, um, uh, things come out the the real life of what John's dealing mm-hmm. with, what Colby's dealing with. They come out in small group, and that's the only way that light can come in. Yes, it, it's so true, and we just want to encourage you: join a small group in 2024. Take the initiative to do it. The, these groups will welcome you; they they want you, but you got to take that step. That's right. You know, uh, I know you, Colby, your wife was like, you're joining one, you know, it was getting, (laughs) but, but not everybody has that, you know, situation where, but, but, but God really will help you, you know, pray about it. What would be the best group for you? And we just, you know, we know God will lead you to a small group. If you'll take that initiative, pray and reach out within your church community, you will find a good one. Amen. Yeah. You, you said that that's how I, I got into a small group was, was, our marriage was was going downhill fast, and she gave some, you know, what I thought was some crazy guy my my number who ran a small group. Now he's one of my best friends in the world. His name's Scott Beckman, and he started calling me, and I'm sitting here going, Rachel, why did you give this guy my number? This is not, you shouldn't have done this. I've got plenty of friends. I grew up in Walton County, so I I know people, and little did I know that 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 small group would change the entire trajectory of my life, my wife's life, my kids' lives, my future grandchildren's lives, and and you know lineages on past that because of that one man being faithful and saying, "Hey, you should come to this. This is this is. I know you and your wife are dealing with some things. Come to it." And wow. when I went in. It wasn't anybody beat me over the head with the Bible. I, I never even really read the Word of God up until that point. But when I got in, I was around other Christian men because it was a men's group that were talking about the Bible, reading the Bible, and I thought, 
I'm going to pick, like, what are they talking about? They're reading James 1, consider it all joy for the trials that we go through. Stuff like that, that I, I didn't, I never read that. I mean, I heard David, I heard Moses, I heard Noah, I knew all those stories, but I didn't know a whole lot about what he was talking about. So I picked the Bible up for the first time and it just started to radically transform my life. But even through picking up the Bible, I had to be able to process it, that with somebody. You know, what version of the Bible? I'm, I'm reading New King James. I'm kind of struggling. If you're reading King James, you're probably really struggling if it's the first time you've ever picked up the Bible. But there's other versions. And then so I bring it into the small group and say, hey, John, I was reading through James 1.17. What does this mean? And, and you sit there and you say, this is what this means. And so you're able to not only talk about the things that, that's going on in your life, but you're able to process the Bible and the Word of God and, and with men who've been walking with God long, some of them walking with God longer than I'd been alive that I was in group with. And it was powerful. It, it was like I grew from a baby Christian to a much more mature Christian in a very small amount of time. Very small amount of time, and that's the other things yes. that, that that small groups is is uh, brings a lot of um, power with it. It's just the growth that that Christians can grow up and and really understand who God is and that relationship through the small group. Well, one of the things we were talking about yesterday was just um, being present in 2024. Um, yeah, we got to show up. You know, that's mm -hmm. that's important. Uh, be consistent, but be present. And that's a struggle in our, our culture today with our phones and our devices. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll struggle with it. You know, even a lot of times when I'm with my wife on a date night, she's like, why are you looking at your phone? You know what? And, and that, that's, that's saying, hey, that phone or whatever that is, is more important than me. Or even like we said in our ROI, you know, myself and others, you know, sometimes we'll look at the phone during the you know, and it's it it's it's really something that 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 I want to work on. Also, want to encourage other people in the body of Christ to work on being present this year when you're meeting with someone one on one or even in a, a group setting. Let's put our phones aside and let's just be present in that meeting. I totally agree with that. I'm I'm I think we if you have a phone, you struggle with that. That's probably a pretty safe bet. But for, for men and women, um, both, it's, it's the intentionality that we take into it. Right. You know, praise God for Rachel, because that's my wife. She, she has, she's, she's very good about certain things. So, so the phone, I'm the same way with my phone a lot of times, or I'm checking an email or I'm doing whatever. And she'll say, Hey, let's leave them in the truck. And I'm, and I'm making excuses. Well, I can't leave it in the truck just in case, blah, blah, blah. She's like, leave the phones in the truck. We're going in to have an hour dinner leave it in the truck. And so we started doing that, but it's what else are we, um, where else can we, can we take that to the next level? Leave it in the truck when you're in church, leave it in the, the truck when you're, you know, going into your Bible study or into, you know, where, wherever that is. And sometimes we have notes and different things that we have to, to take off of our phone. But I, I think we can, um, in 2024, just, you know, write these things down that we want to be more pr present than we were in 2023. And, and that's getting that phone, putting it down, being present with our family. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a big one. We'll go in and we're still doing this and yeah. that, you know, all, a lot of this stuff can wait. We just choose to not let it wait till the next day. We're, we, we would rather 
stay busy on our phone and write another email or do do this instead of being present with our family. And that's something that I, look, man, I've got to work on that uh, as much as anybody. Here, maybe something good to do is, is go old school, carry a little notebook. I don't know. Um, when you leave the phones in the car or leave them in the truck, uh, you know, well, let's go old school and write it down. That that way, not even a temptation to grab the yeah, phone. That's great. You're always talking about uh, small groups and, and I think maybe to somebody who thinks, well, I don't – I feel like I might not fit in in that small group because I, I don't really I don't understand what they're talking about like you were talking about. There are all sorts of different small groups um, like uh, the motorcycle riding. I mean, maybe you find something that you're interested in and, and you'd be surprised because they're changing every year and there are new small groups happening and groups, people of like mind that will make you feel at home and make you feel comfortable. Absolutely. It's true. Yeah, I mean, even... I mean, Destiny Worship Center has hundreds of small groups. And, you know, most all churches, regardless of the size, they have small groups. You just got to you gotta take the initiative to find out who the coordinators are and get in a small group. Yeah, we're, we're there every Sunday. Um, and, and, and they're also online. So they're on destinyworshipcenter.com. You can go there and, and look up small groups. But, but the one thing I'll say to that too, Drew, is you're absolutely right. Those who feel like that, they're in good company because we all felt like that. <laughs> yeah. exactly. You know, we, we, it really is. It is. Uh, it's. It's tough. I mean, there's some of the the strongest, mightiest men that that I know that struggled to walk into a small group. You know, I have friends and family that I know that's what it is. They're, they're, it's anxiety that they don't want to come. So I just have to try to speak into that and say, look, man, it's going to be great. And it and it and it is. It's always so good. Nobody's beating you over the head with the Bible. They want you to come in. They just want to shake your hand, get to know you, let you hang out for a little bit. You can talk as little or as much as you want, and and um, and then it and then it grows from there. But but I can look. I haven't been in every small group in Destiny Worship Center, but I'm sure they're all great. But for the ones that I have been in, I can say it will absolutely 100% change your life. If you join a small group, not just join a small group, but stay consistent. John, you said give it a year with church. I would say the same thing for a small group. It's usually once a week. Give it a year. We're about to go through a new study that that um, uh, Pastor Stephen had wrote a book. Um, yes. What is it? Friend of God. Friend of God. Yeah. I was thinking fear of God. Friend of God. And we're all going to be going through that here pretty quick, which is a great study. And it's kind of going to unite the church. It's going to be exciting, but it would be a great time to join right now between, I think we start at the last week of January or first week of February, but now would be a great time to join. Well, as as we conclude our show, I just thought we would say a prayer. Uh, We conclude in a prayer. So let's just pray. Heavenly Father, we just come together and we want to pray for, for all those listening that, um, that you would just guide them, Lord, in this 2024. And if they don't have a church home, help them find a church home, wherever they are, a local church home. And, 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 and secondly, Father, we pray that they will find a small group and just guide them to the right small group. Father, we, we just pray for that guidance, Lord, and, and, and just we pray for all the, the marriages and relationships and that just all those listening will, will stand firm in this 2024, and you will just guide them, Lord, and, and just bless them 
in this year. We know, Lord, it's going to be a great year, and we are so excited for all you're going to do in this year. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thanks for having me, John. You've been listening to Road to Redemption, sharing powerful life testimonies, giving hope to those on their own road to redemption. If you have any comments or questions, we would love to connect with you. You can reach out to us at destinyradio.live. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week on Road to Redemption. Redemption.